Welcome to the Goblin's Creek Podcast. I'm Michael. I'm Sasha. Uh, Have a good episode. Enjoy the episode. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to MCU Review Episode 3. (laughs) It's time for what we lovingly call TFA. Only not that lovingly because we don't like it that much. Sashi. So let's start right now. What if we start the episodes with a ranking? Mix it up as opposed to waiting okay. to, to do a ranking. Because okay. that gives people a clue for what they're in for. Maybe we'll change it. Maybe we'll do ranking at the end for more films that kind of are more divisive. Yeah, like for yeah. Gabagooltron or special episodes, like for Gabagooltron, we should probably wait until yeah. the end of the episode to place it last. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, so we watched TFA a while ago. Because right now we're, we're in the middle of Civil War. We're in the middle of the last Captain America movie talking about the first Captain America movie. One thing I'll say about the Captain America franchise is that because of Civil War and because I think TFA is not that memorable and because he's almost more memorable in Avengers than he is in TFA... And he's not the most memorable character. That's Clark, by the way. He's our guest. He's our guest. And he has a lot to chime in with. Um, Sasha, you take it. You run with it. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? Well, it's kind of an inverse of an Iron Man situation where, for me, where with Iron Man, the Iron Man trilogy is where that character really thrives. That's, yes. And is showcased and is built and, like, works. And those movies I all enjoy. And, like, there is, like, a varying degree of quality, but all in all, they're pretty good. Yeah. Um, versus it's the ensemble movies, especially later on with Iron Man, that really, like, break that character for me and, like, yeah. really just poison him. I think... Um, and with Steve, it's kind of like he has a pretty weak trilogy, in my opinion. Um, I mean, we're kind of in the middle of our Civil War rewatch, so we'll have like, to reevaluate. What I'll but... say is, like, Civil War is kind of an Avengers movie. It is. And so it's it more an Avengers movie than it is a Cap. Steve movie. It's like an Avengers movie, but if Captain America was the one you were focusing on instead it's, of Iron Man. Instead of Iron Man. And yet Iron Man and is yet still Iron Man is like a significant, significant focus I mean, in this movie. He gets that... Like he, MIT well, it's thing. like he sponges up every single thing that was going would be like Thor, Hulk's in an Iron Man movie, and it honestly I think cleans up the movie. Like I think that's a good chunk of why Civil War is better than Gabagooltron. It's pretty streamlined. Um, is that it's more streamlined and focuses more on specific characters, um, as opposed to the whole team. But um, but then uses the rest of the team. But I guess with Steve, it's a thing of like TFA is like a prequel set far in the past. Similar to Captain Marvel. Similar to Captain Marvel. Avengers is, like, a big one for him. But that's the one that establishes him in our, like, main timeline. So that's kind of, in some ways, a new beginning for his story. Yeah. And then Winter Soldier is, like, his peak. Like, unequivocally, unquestionably. It's not the Nadir. Winter Soldier? Oh, no, yeah. Nadir is the opposite (laughs) of peak. It's it's the Nadir. um... It's the... Inverse. It's the Nadir of his badness. The Nadir of his badness. It's the Nadir of Shield. It's the Nadir of. Sh- it is the Nadir of Shield. But no, yeah, you're right. It's it's like it's the pinnacle of, like when you think yeah. of like who Steve Rogers is and where those principles come yeah. from. You don't really. Or think like of why Steve people America. in the modern era think that Captain America is like an actual cool thing to buy into. Yeah. When they didn't before, like it's because of Winter Soldier. Yeah. And then Civil and then Gabagultron is an ensemble film. Civil War is an ensemble film. Michael, did you listen to the Zoom thing? No, I haven't listened to the Zoom thing yet. I'm sorry. 
I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do it now. Yeah, we are recording. After you record it. Okay, after we record, I'll do it. Okay, let me know. I'm gonna watch it with you. Okay, you wanna watch it with me? Okay, we'll watch it together. Okay. That'll be good. Yeah. My family sent me a video Zoom call celebrating my graduation from collage. So that's cool. When we learned to talk about nothing but MCA films. Yeah, I mean, they didn't really teach us that. We kind of came up with that on the too. But. Get through the framework. The rest of the Captain America movies are also ensemble films. Really, after Winter Soldier, they're all kind of Steve is like a half focus of the film. Of the Avengers films? Because there's only one Captain America film post. Winter Soldier. No, exactly. Oh, okay. No, exactly. But I'm saying like Civil War isn't even like it's it is nowhere near as much of an investigation of Steve Rogers as like Iron Man three is for Tony. No, that's true. That's really true. Captain America in like Iron Man three is kind of like let's get in Tony's head for whatever reason. Yeah. But like let's see what's in. Let's see. Let's tinker around. Just fuck around with Our Captain America three Civil War is like totally <laughs> external. <laughs> the no the narration, no narration line. Oh my god, imagine called. if there had been like narration Steve narration? Steve I'm like interested in Steve narration. I'm honestly interested as well. Like what he would say. We never get it, so it's kinda of I crazy. kind of like I want it in TFA. Well refocusing back to the TFA. Yeah. What do we like about TFA? Let's say on three. One, two, three. Erskine. <laughs> I was I was trying to come up with a genuine answer, uh, but Erskine is one of those answers. Erskine Erskine was our first point of discussion that we were like, he's a lot of fun. This is what we want to talk about when we talk about TFA. Yeah. Um, Erskine is part of. We can now actually talk about the the like Sin Brothers or the yeah. In Brothers. Um, yeah. Odin, Erskine, and, and Erskine, the are, mentors. There are each two of whom three die. mentors, two of yeah. whom die, one of whom is in and out of death for He goes to the great, times. the Odin sleep. <laughs> the great Odin sleep beyond. But these are the mentors who really trigger the, like, the change of these men from man into God, from, like, man into hero. Man into God. Um, God into man. God into man. <laughs> no, it's, it's what's happening. You know, like, you don't have Iron Man without Jensen. You don't have Jensen Captain America who... without Erskine. No. And you don't have well, Thor without Odin. What's Erskine's line that's, like, phenomenal when he talks about Red Skull versus... He's like, Steve. I don't I don't want... The serum, no, it's... It multiplies what is outside and what is inside. Something like that. Yeah, the serum was not ready, but more importantly, the man. The, the serum was not ready, but more important, the man. Yeah. No, they, they're all very insightful characters who have these like really, really significant moments. Um, People forget. The first countries the Nazis occupied was, was their, their own. own. No, I mean, he, he's great. <laughs> he's amazing. Um, well, and, the, and Erskine and Jensen specifically are very like grounded their characters were very grounded in these very specific, like, socio-political yeah. conflicts. No, it's true. Um, their identities Vincent are, and like, Erskine are both in, a connection to the, to the real in some ways. No, to they the are. metafiction. And Odin, not so much, but... <laughs> Odin, less so. But Odin, I think, exists more as a connection to the legends. Yeah. Which and works. the lore of Thor. And that's what's kind of real. That's what's most real. Yeah, it's the fantasy. The, and the Marvel it, it, Yeah, it's the, um, is the like Norse fantasy the that Norse they have like, kind of developed The heritage that of Odin and, and Gun, Gun Rings Shaker, as he's, as he's known sometimes. 
I take away from you your power. Okay, we don't have to do our Thor. Uh, I cast you out. Visit, unless you want to go down the... To whoever should he again. be worthy. Shaf, whoever shall hold this hammer, should he be worthy, shall carry the power of Thor. <laughs> woosh, 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 woosh. <laughs> well, like, he just like throws it over. Ooh. It's just gone. Or does it get echo? Are there any other Erskine, like... No, he's just cool. He thinks, no, he's, he's a real. Cool. He's a real. We're gonna make a list of real ones in the MCU. Erskine and Jensen are. You can't have alcohol. You can't have a drink. You have a procedure tomorrow. Oh <laughs> uh, damn! I guess we'll have to we'll have put to it up. We'll have to procedure. save that drink for tomorrow. Why? <laughs> you have procedure. I don't have procedure. <laughs> Erskine's so funny. No, Erskine's really funny. Um, and I love him. I love him. First adventure was the introduction of Chris Evans as Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers. The Steve he rebranded from his Human Torch era. He was and moving he into something something grander. Something more. Something more. Well, he's certainly more. It's a more serious role. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily a more complicated role. It's not a more comp. It's not. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think we can just. I think up that's say probably that. true. Um, Certainly a smaller emotional range, if a less exaggerated one. No, that's actually really true. Well, I mean, he's just. What if there was like a Boy Scout, but he was a man? <laughs> yeah, a man and he scout. He was powerful. What if there's a man scout? It's kind of what's going on there. No, that's what his performance of the like trio that the um, that Phase years. One like decided they were gonna develop. His was, yeah, I think the I think it's hard, it's, it's because, hard because he's going for is. something so much different than what Tony and Thor are. Cause no, that's mo- true. They're supposed to be much more comedic. I mean, I think that's the overall tone of the film is really different. Like, TFA is a new thing for the MCU that it really, I think, kind of, sort of, not really, like, but, like, kind of built off of. When they were wanting to doing like more not like serious like in terms of like art mm-hmm. pieces, but serious in terms of like theme or just darker films basically. Yeah. More sentimental film, more movies that were meant to be taken felt more seriously, if not like, taken more seriously. No, I think um, that's true. TFA kind of laid that like was like the groundwork for that. Um, in some ways, just because the movies before that just aren't like that. Very much. No, and like TFA. Being set during World War Two, there is like a specific like gravity that <laughs> no exactly you have to carry with any film that deals with like a real historical war. Even if you're, I mean, TFA doesn't really even really deal with anti-Semitism, the Holocaust, Hitler, really no, at all. No. Um, any of the actual like ideologies at play in World War Two, um, but it's still no. respectful of the fact that like it's a war. In some um, ways. or it's still it's. It can't be as, like, um... Jokey. As, yeah, jovial as... Well, it's, like, more... Iron Man because of that. Like, it's... Yeah, I mean, what did J.O.R. say? You called it schmaltzy? It's yeah, schmaltzy. it's schmaltzy, yeah. It's schmaltzy. But, yeah, it is a little... It's a little campier in some ways. Well, you took... I remember after we saw it, you, you were talking about the way it handles, like, war and the way that it's, like, kind of fake, um, but... There is like this specific weird gravity well, it's, to it's it. It's more and you an about... homage to World War Two era, like Captain America propaganda and like film than it is like an homage to the war itself. No, that's true. Like it's more of a love it's... letter to 
Captain America mythology. Like yeah, World and like II. World War Two mythology. Yeah. Um, of like slightly later eras, but also of the time. No, I I mean one of the things that you pointed out was that there's like a whole series of prisoners of war in this movie, and they're all like all of them like survive. I mean, yeah, or like the ones who die die in unrelated. Well, they're like it's kind of things. like the Wonder Woman's Mando. treatment of like I would say like the difference is between like Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman's take on World War One versus like nineteen seventeen's take mm-hmm. on World War One, like it's kind of like that. Like one is meant to be like war is bad, but also a fun adventure. <laughs> and the other one's like war is bad and a unfun adventure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like it's you don't get a lot of good mo good memories out of this one, guys. Yeah, no, exactly. It's, it's like you lose those good memories when the people that you had them with die in front of you. Yeah. It's kind of 1917's take. I do like the Wonder Woman, the first Avenger comparison, because I think it's really yeah. interesting. Well, like both, they, like, well specifically with like, building blocks. the Howling Commandos. Yeah, they're both these prequels that are also kind of like... Well, I think one of the things that the prequel does for both is it distances that movie from the other movies. Yeah. Because Thor takes place after Iron Man pretty immediately and then references Iron Man. Yeah. Um, and has interwoven characters with Coulson, basically. Yeah. Whereas with Captain America, they were like, this movie isn't like that movie. And, like, there is, Howard Stark is there, but, like, Tony isn't there. Yeah. Like, it takes place in a world without Iron Man. It's mm-hmm. the first one to do that. Mm-hmm. Which I think, like... I don't know if it allows them to, like, go for a different tone. But I think it's the same with Wonder Woman, where they don't have to account for Superman or Batman. Yeah, exactly. And so the movie, like, looks and acts a little different. Yeah. But First Avenger especially, just because... But also, one thing we have to say is that, I think, First Avenger, part of the reason it's different is just because it's not funny. <laughs> and so, by that, by virtue of that, it is much less entertaining for a significant portions of its runtime. No, that's true. It's not entertaining the I mean it's not funny I don't find really any of the ensemble other than Erskine in that movie to be Tommy Lee Jones Tommy Lee Jones is like he's got a couple good lines but um, no I mean he's not like he's a pretty cliche character no and so is Peggy yeah. um I I can't really get any of the any of the enjoyment I get out of Pepper I really cannot find in Peggy no well Peggy doesn't really feel as real as Pepper no no no. And like, not that Pepper is like the most fleshed out woman. To yeah, like she's ever. the round. No, no, but, she is. She is fulfilling this very like. But Gwyneth role. Paltrow does bring something to it that is at least fun to watch on screen, mm-hmm. as opposed to Peggy, who's not fun to watch. Not on screen. fun to watch on screen. It's not really doing anything all that interesting. There's just not really interesting. There's nothing interesting written in that character, and there's nothing really interesting performed in that character. No, I agree. I think that's really what's unfortunate. And I think that's no. honestly true for a, for the majority of the characters who appear in that movie. Again, yes. with the exceptions of, like, Erskine. Bucky um, does okay. Bucky, Bucky but has it's like you, enough but of it's a personality. Like when you first saw it, you didn't even remember Bucky. No, I completely And I don't blame Bucky you. Existed. Like, Bucky doesn't totally need to be in that movie except for Winter Soldier existing. No, Exactly. No, I saw Winter Soldier, and I was like, whoa, it would be cool if we had a movie that was about Bucky and Captain America during World War II. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I didn't remember any of 
No, his scenes in the first Avenger are just like, They're just not that memorable. Well, and, like, his personality kind of in the first Avenger is, like... It's different. It's, it's pretty rudimentary in that it's just, like, I'm, like, the friend who is hot and strong and gets the girls, and I like all those things, but I'm not as brave as you. Yeah. Like, I'm... I'm who you no, want to be in basically every single way, but my character isn't the same. Yeah. Um, but we're still best friends. But we're still best friends. And it's not a knock on Bucky at all. It's just that Bucky's like, I wouldn't volunteer. And you are, like, going to, like, nine different cities to volunteer. What the fuck is wrong with you? No, that's like, true. Like, it's that fundamental, like, kind of deal. And I, and it's never really, like, investigated that much in the movie. Um, but it's, like, a fun setup. And so, like, that gives Bucky some leeway where... The other characters don't really have anything written for them. I mean, and the Howling Commandos are just like they're, they're not. I don't even know that they're. Well, no, it's just this group. like. Well, I think part it's part of the issue with the movie is that it's like they really expect you to like have this love for the kind of like World War Two like schmaltziness of like yeah. Here's this like fun like World War Two movie thing. And this is like a classic movie. Well that's what it is. It has this like kind of like classic vibe or like tries yeah. to, but it's like not it's pretty hollow. It is pretty hollow. And the Howling Commandos are that. They're pretty hollow. They are. I think the action is also just like not interesting. Action's not that fun. Which I think is part of I think you can get away with a movie being more fun if you have cool action. That's very I mean, true. My cousins are obsessed with the Phantom Menace just because Darth Maul is like so fucking sick. No, it's true. And that was true of, like, millions of Americans. <laughs> I think you're right. Um, and also, like, Iron Man 1 has good action. Iron Man 2 has decent action. Thor has decent action. Iron for Man 3. Come on. The Iron Man 3, but we haven't talked about Iron no, Man No, we haven't talked about Iron Man 3. But, but um, no, you're right. Iron Man 3 has good Air action. Force 1. Air Force, Air Force 1, 1 is crazy. <laughs> um, TFA, like, the action's, like, not that good. No, I can't really remember. There's a lot of jump kicks, but it feels. Yeah, it doesn't feel that. There's like running back and forth on the plane with Red Skull. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then also there's like blaster guns. It's kind of like Tesseract power. It's sort of like Power Rangers action. It's better than Power Rangers, but it feels like Power Rangers. (laughs) That's how TFA is. It's not great. No, I would say that yeah, the first Avenger. Something that I've noticed about like our rewatch but also just like the enjoyment you get out of these movies specifically is that a bad movie you will always laugh like it's very easy for you to laugh at like a villain in these movies yeah specifically yeah like to like like darren cross yeah Um, like darren cross and red skull like is funny in like a couple of these like he has funny lines and there are these like really campy edits that are i have seen the future captain there are there are no flags no, like, shit like that is funny, um, but overall, like, he's just not that, like... Well, he's not an interesting villain, he is a No, well, and it's, like, the way that it's connected to, like, the Infinity Stone, Tesseract, Fox, MacGuffin... Yeah, well, the MacGuffin like... is... The MacGuffins don't usually work as being interesting things, because they exist... Especially when it's, like, it's one thing to have a MacGuffin, it's another thing to have a MacGuffin that, like, is intentionally left unresolved and unused because it's a setup for another movie in, like, ten years in some cases. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Where there's gonna be seven MacGuffin or, like, six MacGuffins. There's gonna be one Mega like MacGuffin one made out of all the MacGuffins. Which is, like, I gotta say, it's just, like, not... 
the most... It's, it's like, not an unpredictable plot. No, Like, no. it's not particularly creative to be like, okay, there's six MacGuffins, and when they all come together, they create another MacGuffin. A super MacGuffin that's unstoppable! That's an unstoppable... The best MacGuffin. And it's, like... And a lot of people do think, like, yeah, well, the Infinity Gauntlet is the best MacGuffin. No! People, <laughs> people like, stand the Infinity Gauntlet. I, I like, will say I the Infinity Gauntlet's kind of cool, because it's a fist. No, like, the fist. And he, he punches people with it. No, that it is, is kind it's of like cool. well, I, one thing I like about Thanos is it does take it's like they have to shoehorn in these like classic comics properties, and they finally got to the point where they had to do one of those big galactic like big bads, and of course he's like a it's like the weirdest shit in the world because it always actually is in comics, <laughs> and so it's this true. big purple alien with this gem fist, <laughs> which is amazing. No, <laughs> and he's that's... really and they're like you you have to take him seriously because he's ripped as shit. <laughs> no, that is true, and he will destroy He's you. ripped his shit, and he was bearing those arms. He's showing you those guns. Literally, the first scene, he's like, welcome to the gun show. I'm going to take off all my armor and then box the Hulk to, no, to a knockout true. in minutes. Especially when you spend the first two Avengers movie being like, why is Hulk on the team? No. <laughs> yeah, you're like, why is he? He could kill all of you, and he usually, it's like very, very nearly does all the time. Constantly. <laughs> It's amazing. And, well, and I have to say, this is probably the best place to discuss this, um, because we'll just have a lot of other stuff to talk about in our Infinity War rewatch, but Red Skull is the guardian of the soul stone. It's amazing. It's amazing. I don't know a soul what it really means or why it's there, but I actually, like, really vibe with it. It's just a fun reveal, and it, like... It's amazing. It's like, oh, this guy. The soul stone <laughs> has, a, you could say, has a certain wisdom... But it exacts a terrible price. <laughs> a soul for a soul. Well, he's kind of ridiculous enough for just well, the, the way soul he comes down logic. in the yeah, shadows. He just appears like, like a, a like a dead Nazgul. Like yeah, yeah, he's like, like a wraith. Asshole, he's yeah. like a wraith. Yeah, no, he is. <laughs> <laughs> he's a wraith. And he's like, he's and a, it's like he's somehow he's become wraith. like kind of redeemed. No, because it's like. It's like I, like, again, I don't know, like, I'm sure there's, I'm like, sh- some, like, word of God explanation for what's going on. I, like, I... No, that's not I textual. Just, yeah, I just But it's, like, he it's has like, all this, like, God information. He, like, has all this. No, that like, he's, he's, like, he's not all... a villain. No, no, it seems like he's, like, working... Like, for me, I get the vibe he's, like, working off his, like... Well, he also, like, he tells Thanos, like, like, not to do it. He's, like... He's like a he's like warning people. No, it's he like, is. Why he's is like, he? Bro, like, well, he's he's like clearly become like humbled. No, that's true. <laughs> it's so it just raises so many questions. It about raises what's going more on. questions than it answers. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so funny, and um, that was like also just like the singular amount of joy I was able to get out of any of the visits to Soulstone Cliff. Yeah, Fridge Cliff. So yeah, Fridge Fridge Cliff. Um, yeah. as we like to call it. Um. So that was fun, and so I like that he disappears at the end of TFA to reappear in Infinity War. Yeah. No, it's it's good. I mean, TFA has a lot of root. Like, I feel do feel like TFA, I like what, read this rewatch first because you see the seeds of everything. No, exactly. Either intentional or kind of like just visually or whatever and yeah something like, that they like clearly just are like oh that works they picked up later. on something yeah what they, what they what they changed but like what they changed it was the format was that they kind of drew from and like tfa has a lot of that kind of in some of these movies it's just this like 
just it's it's very archetypal. It's very <laughs> it is. hero's journey. It's, it's there's just it's just not it's. But it's just not very really interesting. It's, it's not. not it's like it's campy when it in a way that's not funny when it should be funny and then yeah. When it's serious, it's like campy in a way that keeps it from being kind of serious and it's like not that interesting. No, that's it's not like crazy. fun cartoony. It's like remember cartoons that were serious and how great they were to watch and feel like patriotic and cool. It's like those were never my favorite cartoons. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I do like. But the thing is, I always like Captain America's cartoons specifically because they're very colorful. And there's a lot of good music, and they're very like it's early. It's just early animation is a lot of fun. Yeah. Um. So I do have. I did used to watch, as my dad said, I used to watch the like old school Captain America cartoons. I always liked them. TFA isn't as good as the old cartoons, so it doesn't pass the Alvin and the Chipmunks test. Um, it, which is is the live is action. the live action adaptation better, better than the original cartoon? <laughs> and this one, it's a, it's a no. It's a no. We've hit most of the talking points. I did. I think. Just talking about Infinity War and Endgame and Thanos kind of briefly. Something that I think would be interesting to pose, given the first Avenger and what we just rewatched. Having rewatched the first first Avenger, has it changed our perspective on Steve's ending in Endgame at all? Um, what do we think that this gives or detracts from that ending? I think the rewatch made it worse because it really hammers home that he never goes on a date with this woman. <laughs> Who is the reason that he goes back to him? He leaves Steve. I mean, he leaves Bucky. He leaves Sam. We're led to believe that he has no other relationships back in time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just him going back in time just doesn't make sense and it sucks. Like, it I'm sorry, I don't like it. TFA is like not his best era. Like, Winter Soldier is. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I don't know what he should like. He should retire, but he should just like go off on his motorcycle. Like, how sick would that be if you like? went to the west coast and was just like looking at the ocean he doesn't know what he's gonna do yeah but he's not gonna be captain america he's gonna start a new life mm-hmm. like that's what i that's still to me like a better ending than him going back in time and being with this woman who's like niece he thought was hot <laughs> uh the sharon carter of it all um S- we'll definitely be getting into S- later Carter. um but i mean i agree it's like you point out like they don't go on a date they like vape that card <laughs> They, he made both cards. <laughs> they don't go on a date. They flirt vaguely, but it's not. I mean, come on, man. It's not serious. Like, no, let's really, not. let's be honest. No, I mean, compared to um, Diana and Steve Trevor, like, which is just like a much more substantial. Well, Steve Trevor is just cool and yeah, fun. He's cool and fun. And Diana, frankly, is more entertaining than Steve is in TFA. And that's like kind of hard to say. I don't know if it's necessarily a better performance. I don't know. I don't think it's a better performance. But that might honestly. But it's more well, entertaining. It's, well, Steve's performance is so like, kind of rotely comp- like, competent. Yeah. And, I, I won't say that Gal Gadot's performance is incompetent because it does accomplish what it's supposed to, <laughs> and you know certainly the economics reflect that or the the financial history of that movie reflect yeah. that. There are some scenes in that movie that are more fun to watch because the acting is a little more out there. That's all I'm going to say. It's a little different. It's a little, it's a little flavor. It's a flavor. We're trying something else. Trying yeah. something new. I like it. Yeah, I think that's all we got. All right. We hit yeah. everything. You have just listened to The Goblin's Creek, the one-stop shop for all of your genre media streaming, on-streaming review needs. On-streaming review needs. Unless it's not on-streaming yet, which... 
Hopefully it will be. Sometimes we review stuff. That's, sometimes we review stuff that we just have on DVD. Yeah. This is the Goblin's Creek once again. Tell all your friends about it because it's your one-stop shop for <laughs> genre media on, genre streaming, media on streaming being reviewed by two goblins. Two goblins. We're actual goblins.